Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hi, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on. Cray News with Kay on a Friday. Kay Smythe at the bottom of the hour, a news and commentary reporter over at the the Daily Caller. We appreciate her coming on. We also have uh, Bowser. Did she get a yes or a no when she asked for the National Guard? That's an interesting answer. Plus, a busload of illegal aliens on its way to New York City has arrived. We'll see how that arrival has gone. It, it's pretty interesting to watch the mayors of these big urban areas that think open borders are great, how they react when those who come across the open borders actually show up where they are. Pretty interesting. Uh, we'll get to that and a whole lot more um, on the Joe Pag Show coming your way for a Friday, a free speech Friday. Ah, uh, freedom. Uh-huh. Say what? Freedom. Carrie, what's going on? Yeah, not too much. Sorry. Another big hour, huh? Oh, uh, Another full hour. Some of us, yeah. Right? Wow. Polo's in the house. Get it done. Sam making it happen. Those who are watching on the live video stream, Carrie, I might give them a song after the show. Been giving them a song after the show oh, the past few nights. Well, look at you, isn't that nice? <laughs> Great. I'm going to take a snapshot of your face when you when you try to act nice because it's so obvious it's not going on. Um, after the show, I do something called J-Pod, Joe Pags Overtime, but that was like on the weekend, and I would do like an hour and a half, two hours of singing. Mm, I, I just give, oh, give them, I'm giving them like a song uh-huh. after the show. Oh, okay. Tonight, I'll get the Friday night. I'll give them a song, maybe two bon if they're nice. Bon Jovi or something. But that's it. Not, well, no, because my voice is way too manly. <laughs> Cannot do Bon Jovi oh, with that very high girly voice. He's oh. got he's got a woman's Don't voice even basically. Start. He doesn't. Well, we we actually we had an audiologist come on. He was like, hey, "Is that a woman singing?" Because no, they weren't no, sure. It's not true. It's not true. No. What song you think you're gonna? No idea. It's usually song. an Elvis maybe song. Maybe I'll tune in. Oh, okay. Yeah, you'll, you'll tune in. Okay, <laughs> that's going to happen. I will do some Bon Jovi. You tune in tonight, I'll do some Bon Jovi. I'm going to get home and, and listen wow. to Wow, going to crack open a box. It's been that kind of week, huh? Joe Pags, yes. No, by the time you get yes. home, I'll be done probably. Well, well, maybe not. It really depends on what time you get out of here. It depends on how you act this hour. Uh, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. We brought you the story of Muriel Bowser, who is the um, the really horrible mayor of Washington, D.C. Remember how important it was for her to to like paint in the street um, Black Lives Matter? That, that was really important to her to just paint something in the middle of the street, some big political, some social justice garbage where Black Lives Matter, the organization, is not really about black lives. Well, it is. It's about the black lives of the founders about the black lives of their families, and about the black lives that live in their mansions now. It's not really about black lives and saving lives in places like Chicago and Philadelphia and New York and so on. So um, Bowser was offered by, according to Cash Patel, was offered National Guard troops between ten and 20,000 to make sure that Washington, D.C. was safe and okay on January 6, 2021. She turned them down. Nancy Pelosi and the Capitol Police were offered the same offer. They also turned down the uh, the National Guard. Well, last week... I believe, it, Carrie, I think it was last, I don't think it was beginning of this week. I think it was last week, wasn't it? It could have been this week. I think it was this week, yeah. Was it? She was asking for National Guard troops because her city is being overwhelmed by the illegal aliens being bussed there 
by uh, by Greg Abbott, our governor of the great state of Texas. There's an update to that. Fill us in if you don't mind. Yes, from the blaze on August 5th, the Department of Defense denied D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser's request for the National Guard to help her with the thousands of illegal aliens that Texas Governor Greg Abbott has bussed into the city since April. Kelly Bolliner holly the executive secretary of the DOD, responded to Bowser's July 19th letter to the Office of Secretary of Defense Lloyd J. Austin, Writing after careful consideration, the department has concluded it cannot fulfill your request. Holly highlighted the fact the city already has access to federal funding through SAMU First Response, a non-governmental organization that has itself received funding via the Emergency Food and Shelter Program by FEMA. Responding to the language of Bowser's request that the influx of over 4,000 illegals constitutes a humanitarian crisis, Holly noted that SAMU First Response supplements funding for humanitarian relief efforts by government and social service organizations for the purposes of providing shelter and supportive services to families and individuals. In 2016, Bowser asserted D.C. was a sanctuary city. We celebrate our diversity and respect all D.C. residents, no matter their immigration status. Bowser's perceived inconsistency now in light of her concern over the recent influx of illegals has been the subject of some ridicule online in recent days. I'm sorry, who who wrote that story? Who was the This is from the Blaze. Her perceived inconsistency? Bowser's perceived inconsistency. Carrier journalist, mm-hmm. is her inconsistency perceived or is, is it well, inconsistent to say we're a sanctuary city? Now help us with all these people. Yeah, would you, you use the word that perceived? That is inconsistent. No, I wouldn't use that word. I'm just, just throwing it out there. So, all right. So, Muriel Bowser said it was a sanctuary city some years ago. Welcome, everybody. Come on in. I don't care what your immigration status is. Come on. You're in D.C. We love you. Let's say they threw a party. They had like a fiesta. I think they even called it a fiesta. So um, you got all that going on in D.C. And then you had the riots that happened in D.C. on January 6th that she refused to get National Guard um, troops when they were offered. Then she wanted National Guard or federal government help with the influx. Of, Carrie, these are just D.C. residents. Who cares about their immigration status? What's her problem? Mm, well, she has a problem now with it. That's weird. What, I, I don't even know what to make of that. But, but Eric Adams probably loves that more illegal aliens are showing up in New York City. Mm. Uh, in fact, it turns out, because he was, com- correct me if I'm wrong, didn't we have a story with him either earlier this week or late last week where he also was complaining about the illegal aliens in New York after yeah. he said, this is a sanctuary city as well, and documented or not, you welcome here. And that was before any bus ever showed up. Now a bus has shown up, right? That is true from Fox News. The first busload of illegal migrants from Texas has been dropped off in New York City. Roughly 50 migrants arrived at a port authority in New York City on Friday. They were greeted and brought into the custody of non-governmental charity workers and volunteers. The bus of illegal migrants was sent by Texas Governor Greg Abbott, who's been shipping border crossings, border crossers into liberal cities to bring attention to the issue of illegal immigration in his own state. Because of President Biden's continued refusal to acknowledge the crisis caused by his open border policies, the state of Texas has had to take unprecedented action to keep our communities safe, said Abbott. And Texas is continuing its campaign to get the federal government's attention as more illegal migrants arrive at the nation's capital from Texas by bus. In addition to Washington, D.C., New York City is the ideal destination for these migrants who can receive the abundance of city services and housing that Mayor Eric Adams has boasted about within the sanctuary city, said Abbott. I hope he follows through on his promise of welcoming all migrants with open arms so that our overrun and overwhelmed border towns can find relief. Fox News is calling them illegal migrants. Yeah. 
illegal migrants. And, and uh, it was, I think it was Cheryl Atkinson, who you and I agree is a great a great journalist, said the other day, a migrant is somebody who just keeps on moving and migrating around. Why are we calling people migrants? They're not. Um, but again, it makes them feel better or something. At least the blaze said illegal alien, which is the proper terminology. Um, saying illegal migrant means that they're here illegally, they came here illegally, they're going to go to the next place illegally, and they're going to keep on illegally migrating until they're, I guess, dead um, You know, at 90 years old because they're migrating all the time. You're not a migrant if you're not migrating. I mean, that makes sense, right? It does, yes. Actually. Because if you're migrating, you're certainly a migrant. Once you're there, you're an illegal alien, you're alien to the area, or you're an illegal resident in that you're residing in an area illegally. You're an illegal fill in the worker if you've got a job. Um, why we're saying migrant and somehow that lets people off the hook. Now, have you heard, what's the wackiest name that you've heard for somebody coming here illegally? I think to oh, me, um, um, people have said undocumented Americans. Undocumented what? Americans, I think they were now calling that's, them. Now yeah. uh, that's different. I don't, I don't get that one. I have to, I have to really think about it because I think there have been some. Um, I can't think of anything really crazy offhand right now, but I know, I know we've talked about it. Without a doubt, I, I think I've also heard somebody say, um, I think, undocumented citizen. Okay, I think I've heard that. Which certainly wouldn't make any I sense I want to say either. one of the Castro brothers may have said that, or may have wanted them, because he didn't like yep. the word alien. Right. Um, that could have been it. It was probably Julian. No, I don't know if Joaquin speaks Spanish. Julian does not. Um, which is spelled like Julian, but we say Julian for some reason. He used to be the uh, the mayor here in San Antonio, and we got along fine. We didn't agree on anything, but we got along fine. He became radicalized once he got some sort of a national footprint. But he and his twin brother, who, yeah, of course you can tell them apart. They they actually, but tell the truth here, Carrie. They, in the day, 10 more or more years ago, literally tried to fool us into thinking Joaquin was Julian yes, at true. like the riverboat parade. Yeah, yeah, one of the parades in San Antonio, yep. You can tell them apart, can't you? I can, yeah. Yeah, they're, 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 I don't think they're identical. They appear to be fraternal. But either way, um, these are guys. Um, th- go ahead. Unauthorized immigrant. Unauthorized. So you can be an immigrant and you can be authorized or unauthorized. Yeah. I mean, I guess that if you break the words down, that makes sense. They're certainly not authorized. And I guess it makes us feel like the word illegal is not being used. But I don't care what you're called. You're breaking the law. But, I mean, the, the the verbal gymnastics that people go through is absolutely crazy. But, anyway, Julian and Joaquin Castro, uh, these are a couple of guys. They're brothers. Joaquin is a, what is he, District 20? I think he's District Ooh. 20 representative sure. from, from the right. San Antonio area. Far left-wing liberal. He's always been, I think, a little bit more out there than his brother. His brother knew how to play the game better in that talking to me wasn't going to hurt him, even though I'm a conservative guy. Uh, although Julian, I think, has changed a lot since he was the mayor of San Antonio. And then you get word that, you know, they're kind of cool with Maldef, and they're kind of cool with, um, with Lulac, and they're kind of cool with, with their mother who hated the, um, uh, the Alamo. Now, again, they're going to love their mother. I love my mother. Um, but when she, like, verbally said, I hate the Alamo and everything it stands for, and you're from San Antonio, why you keep getting elected is very odd to me. But, uh, but I think you're right. They probably have called them undocumented citizens. Yeah, Which in and of itself would be, same. that would okay. be a, I mean, uh, those two words are like opposites, aren't they? Undocumented means that you don't have citizenship papers. How can you call that person a, a citizen? 
I don't know. Yeah. Very, very weird. Yeah, see what you find on that. In the meantime, uh, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. few questions here. Number one, do you think that Greg Abbott and, and people from New Mexico and California, not that California is going to do it, but Arizona should keep on busing illegal aliens to these liberal cities, send them to San Francisco, send them to Portland, send them to D.C., send them to Chicago. Go ahead and send them there because they don't care about what's happening in the border towns. Do you think they should keep sending them? Is that a good practice? Second thing, what's the weirdest name uh, or nomenclature or moniker you've heard for somebody who's an illegal alien? Um, again, I think undocumented citizen is probably the strangest one I've heard, but if you've heard a different one, I'd, love to, I'd like to hear from you. Okay. And also, is that a perceived um, hypocrisy or is that somebody who completely is on the opposite side of the issue that she than she used to be on? Carrie, what do you have? So Joaquin Castro... I believe it was 2020, introduced the CHANGE Act that wanted to eliminate the term alien and illegal alien and replace them with foreign national and undocumented foreign national. Come on, dude. Come on, man. Foreign national already exists, by the way, in our paperwork. A foreign national is somebody who is a who has citizenship in a foreign nation, and they're not necessarily here illegally. Um, or illegal foreign national or undocumented foreign national. Hey, shut up. You know, these, do these people do anything for their, for their communities? What has Joaquin Castro done for his community, San Antonio? What, what exactly has he done that keeps you voting him in? I don't, I don't get what it is. And I wish that you, that you would see an actual challenge to him uh, by somebody on the other side. I don't know that it's going to happen because the city gets bluer by the day. The city gets bluer by the day. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Uh, old routines die hard, like the multiple cups of coffee, sugary energy drinks that you're drinking, that you're using, that you're utilizing to try to stay alert. Well, those only work for a short amount of time. That's why you have to keep on going back and getting more. There's a healthier way to get the sustained energy you need without all the caffeine and the sugar. Superbeats Heart Chews. You unwrap a chew or two in the morning. They're delicious. Let Superbeats Heart Chews do the rest. You're going to feel great about what you're doing for your health. Your family's going to feel great about it as well. Had you known about Superbeats Heart Chews a long time ago, you might have saved thousands of cups of coffee. Start doing this right now. Get yourself on a healthy living plan, a healthier lifestyle. Your circulation depends on it. Your your blood flow depends on it. Your healthy blood pressure is certainly supported by Super Beats Heart Chews. Non-GMO beets combined with grapeseed extract makes all the difference. And again, they taste delicious. Two of these a day, you're going to be very happy. To make it easy for you, I got you up to 45% off plus free shipping right now at JoeLovesBeats.com. Hurry up, it's your best offer available anywhere. That's JoeLovesBeats.com, up to 45% off. Again, JoeLovesBeats.com is a website they made for you because you listen to my program. Stay right here. Joe Pags. Hi, great to have you. Thanks to Joe Pag Show. Cray News with Kay on a Friday at the bottom of the hour. Make sure you stick around for that. Wish these trolls would stop sending me uh, Twitter stuff, to be honest. You know what I mean? I love mm. you. No, I mean, it just huh? it gets it gets so old. Here's Jack. Let my carry go off early. <laughs> Thank you, Jack. So annoying. <laughs> What do you, what do you pay these oh, people? No, I do not. They're just good people. Well, look, Carrie, go. I've had a hard we'll week. see. We'll see. She, oh, she's come been, on. Uh, she's been okay today, to be honest. I've but, uh, I don't really know. been repressing it. 
So. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> Just telling me that tells me no. <laughs> oh, come on. Come on, Lucky. All right, we'll, we'll see. I mean, it's looking good. I'll be honest okay. with you. It's looking pretty good. Okay. Uh, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. I don't like that the rest of the country says, hey, sorry about your luck to California, New Mexico, Arizona, and uh, in Texas. Sorry, you happen to be on the border. Screw you. You're getting everybody. No matter where they're coming from, could be terrorists, could be MS, uh, MS-13, could be good people looking for jobs that have no business just breaking through the border. Um, but sorry, sorry about your luck. We should have been busting these people to these other cities where they're all on their high horse, all on their on their soapboxes, talking about how they want all the illegals that, that, that we want all the document undocumented people. There were humanitarian. We want to help them. We should have been shipping them to their cities for years. I'm glad we're finally doing it. I've got people on the line who want to talk about that. Let me tell you about the Eden Pure Thunderstorm in the meantime. Uses proven oxy technology. This is a great purifying system. The air purifier is called Thunderstorm because it smells like a thunderstorm just rolled through your town and leaves that clean, that fresh scent after a thunderstorm. Sort of washes away all the bad stuff. With a thunderstorm uh, freshening your home, you get rid of musty, mildewy smells. They just vanish after just a few seconds. Thunderstorm, they've sold over 265,000 of these. It works very, very well. We've got several in the house. Any odor is going to disappear when you use the thunderstorm. Odors from litter boxes, trash cans, cigarette smoke, dirty diapers, and a lot more are no match. And best of all, no filters to buy. Right now, you can save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for the entire home. You're going to get three units for under 200 bucks. It's a fraction of the cost compared to other air purifiers. Then you can you, you you spend up to $600 for them, and they're going to take up floor space as well. Not okay. Check this out right now. It's a great deal. Special offer, three of these units for under 200 bucks. EdenPureDeals.com. Put in discount code PAGS3. EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code P-A-G-S, the number three. Save 200 bucks. EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code PAGS3. Shipping is also free. We go to the phone lines. Your thoughts about all this. It's going to be Jeff in Kansas City. Jeff, what's going on? Hi. Hey, Joe. Good evening. Hi. Uh, first time caller here. And, thanks, uh, man. Thanks for having me. So, you know, your comments earlier talking about these folks that were coming into the United States, you know, however they were coming across the border and trying to define them. What do we call these folks? So I've been in the insurance industry for about 25 years, um, and I've done a lot of international insurance business. And it, it was a struggle for me for many years to try to accurately define these folks without offending them. And the only term that I came up with that I was comfortable saying was international citizen. And even the term citizen may not technically apply. The only other term was a foreign national. So you, you're, you're calling them international citizen? International citizen, yes. Come on, man. And, and, I, and it bothers you, doesn't it? Because it's not really a good description. Correct. Absolutely. But it, to the point, I was never able to find something that I think was truly fitting for these people because most of my clients were legally coming to the United States. But, 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 but Jeff, you do, you, do agree that the, you do agree that the word alien means that you're not from here. It doesn't mean that you're from outer space. So saying illegal correct. alien is, is correct linguistically, but it's just that they, they complained so you, you had to do something to keep the business? Correct. And it's the word, I think it's the word alien and the negative connotation that I found in my business that kind of directed me in that direction. So all right, well, listen, Jeff, I hear you. I don't think there's any negative connotation at all. In fact, I've got Case Mythe up next. She is a resident alien. It says it right on her paperwork, and she's fine with that. It's not a negative word. Uh, it doesn't mean she's from outer space. Although with K, you never know. I'll be honest with you. Um, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. A lot of people couldn't get through today on a free speech Friday. Stop by JoePags.com, J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot C-O-M. Scroll down to the bottom. 
Click on contact. Send me an email right now. And Carrie, have a good weekend. Thank you. You too. That's actually going to be nice now. Watch, you're going to send me some F word now. Of course in, in, I would do message. that. Keep it here. Coming back. You're listening to Joe Pags. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. I was glad to have this uh, young lady back. She, of course, is a member of the Joe Pag Show family. And you'll see her every weekend on Newsmax. Read her news and commentary um, articles over on the Daily Caller as well. It's Kay Smythe. Kay, how are you? Good to see you. I'm great, Joe. How are you doing? Thank the Lord nobody can see the takes that we have before the actual thing that shows up on the air. Because, uh, A, it's funny, but it's extremely profane. You're a real potty mouth. Like, can we just put that I out? I really am. But people know that. They read your Twitter. You're like, hey, I'll drop an F-bomb here. Yeah, you know, I can't do that. I couldn't get away with that, Kay. Let me ask you this. What made you think you can get away with that? And you continue to get away with it. Do you know what, Joe? I think part of it is growing up in the UK, you know, we use certain curse words as commas, as uh, my friends <laughs> like to say. You the know, comma? it's really more of just like an accent than anything else. We don't think of it as necessarily swearing. It just adds, you know, like a little flower to the conversation. And I also sort of reached a point a few years ago, you know, I think one thing that a lot of people my age don't realize they have to go through. So I'm, I'm 28. Um, and the number of people I know, especially in their early 20s, you know, a lot of people that work at the Daily Caller in their early 20s, yeah. they don't realize how many sort of ups and downs there are in life. And, you know, I think the thing that you always got to take away from a really down part of your life is that things eventually get better. If you do the work, things get better. But also, when you're at that down place, you kind of realize there's only a certain number of things that really matter. And if we're really, 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 really lucky, we get, what, 90 healthy years on this planet? So if I can add a swear word into a sentence, you know what? It's not going to bring the downtimes around any faster. And um, no one actually really cares. You know, the news cycle is as long as a lunch. So uh, if you want to put a couple of swear words in a sentence, why not? You, you know, know I, I don't swear. I never, I never have. And maybe I'll start. I honestly, Joe, I think it would really suit you. I can see that being just part of your kind of like, it, it would be like the chef's kiss, you know, just like. It'd be, it would be that, that at the, at the end. Yeah, I, I, well, little, I'll, little I'll work on it. Bomb. I don't know how to put the words together, so I'll work on it. Um, Joe, it's... I've actually got a story for you. I don't know if you know this, but Fine. last year before we met, I filled in on your show and I. Took I did a, know that, yes. On vacation or something. And. I said on the show something that everyone says in the UK. It's like, um, I got away with it then, so I'm going to get away with it now. I said, oh, bloody hell. Yes. And apparently someone, I don't know who, said, yeah, you know, the show went really well. We had, like, a lot of positive feedback. We did get a bit of a tap on the shoulder about the girl saying, uh, or the woman or whatever, saying, uh, bloody hell. But, um, you know, the British accent, we're just like, you know, I just let her get away with it. It sounded great. Um, and so that's when I was like, you know what? 
this might be this might be a good little spot for me. So here we are a year later. Right. And I can't believe how far we've come. Well, we're very uptight, aren't we, over here? I mean, uh, <laughs> honestly, off the air, you know that I, I've got a bit of a potty mouth. We all know that you do, but bloody hell is nothing. Who is uptight about that? I mean, when I make fun of, of uh, having a British accent, which I do very well, but it's like I'm from Britain, mm-hmm. um, I, I'll say bloody hell, and, and uh, that's part of the, the, the shtick. People really give you a hard time about that? No, I think it was like one person was like, oh, yeah, we had to like maybe. Have they not seen your Twitter feed? So British. Sorry? Have they not seen your Twitter feed? There's an F word today in your Twitter feed. I actually swear on my articles as well. No one's (laughs) noticed this. And I tell you what, (laughs) it takes everything under the sun for me to not drop a couple of those words in whenever I do the Newsmax debate on Sundays with Alice Hennigan. Because some of the stuff he comes out with, Joe. I mean, I just want to kind of sit there and think, wow, you said that out loud. It didn't answer the question because he now obviously never answers the right. question um, in the debate. He just makes it this big emotional mishmash of like, oh, I'm virtue signaling, blah, blah, blah. And I just want to be like, mate, and then drop a couple of. No, you know, with you, I, I debated Ellis uh, Hennekin probably 15 years ago. And uh, same thing. I felt like I wanted to say the F word the entire time. It's K-Smythe. Go to yeah. ksmythe.com. Check out everything she does on The Daily Caller, on Newsmax, and also here. Um, when it comes to monkeypox, which is not a public national health emergency, so stupid, um, you and I are watching a news media that's complicit with a political party because they're not even telling the truth about who is most directly affected by the outbreak of monkeypox. It's not you. It's not me. It's not the vast majority of those watching and listening. It is a specific segment of our population that is most directly affected by this, and they should take precautions. And in fact, to that point, you wrote an article today. Can we say the the headline on the article or not? Oh, you're going to have to speak to your producers about that, Joe. Okay. Like if, you know, well, go ahead and like say that. it. Let's see how this... Uh, parents, maybe, maybe cover your kids' ears for a second. Go ahead. Yeah. So it was, uh, dear Kay, should I go to my gay orgy this weekend? There you go. That's how so we just wait right out there. Just yeah, <laughs> it's an agony on column. It's, uh, you know, I have this editor over at the Daily Caller and... You know, I think it's you you know this better than anyone, Joe. It's really hard to find people who get you yes. in professional careers that come with a certain amount of like public facing responsibility, right? Mm-hmm. And it's taken me I mean, I've been writing and been published since I was eleven years old. It took me until I was twenty seven years old to meet my editor at the Daily Caller, Jeff. And he comes to me, he goes, do you want to do an agony aunt column or something like along those lines, like sort of like funny, but also like somewhat serious, like advice type stuff. And I was like, you just speak, you just spoke to my professional soul. Let's go. <laughs> so, and, so, uh, um, it, it, I'm it, hoping it does well. I well, really I'm hope sure it, it will. Well. well, because the headline is going to grab your attention. But but this is, you know, of course, it's it's tongue in cheek. It's great. I like the way that you put it together. But it's also very serious because gay men having sex with gay men are the ones who are 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 most prone to getting monkeypox. We're acting like anybody can get it, like you're just going to get it by going and grabbing a slice of pizza. That's not what's going on. This is not coronavirus. This is not COVID. This is not something that was given gain of function by Fauci. This is literally an affliction that is, I think the number I saw the other day on Fox Business was 95% of the cases are gay men. So, okay, why can't we just say that? 
Why do we have to pretend like it's something else? I don't know. I don't know why we can't say it. I think we live in a very weird time right now. And I think this is really accentuated. I don't know if you've been watching the Alex Jones defamation. A little bit, a little bit. But like sort of that freedom of speech thing is coming back into the public sphere where it's like, you know what? We've got a lull in crises right now. So let's worry about what words we use to describe literal situations that we're living through like just just think about that for a minute and try and find the common sense in not calling a spade a spade but here's the other thing i don't know why we're freaking out about monkeypox it sounds like pretty rough disease sounds very uncomfortable um so are pretty much every like all stds or diseases that are you know that you can contract are uncomfortable. The, but by, by the way, the federal, oh, hold on them. a second. The federal government said it's not a sexually transmitted disease, which oh of course it is, but they're yeah. saying that it's not. Okay, why, why tell that lie? And I think I know the answer. Maybe it's rhetorical, maybe not, but see if you agree with me. Um, this is to scare us. And we're going into a midterm election where we've got to send out a bunch yeah. of uh, a bunch of unsolicited mail-in ballots again. I mean, this is what it, it sounds like we're leading into that again, doesn't it? Yeah, no, it absolutely does. But the great part is, is that that's not working. And, you know, I I can kind of understand why they wouldn't call it an STD just because, you know, the cold isn't an STD, but I guess you could get a cold from that kind of, you know, I'm sure people could catch a cold at a gay orgy as well. Who knows? Um, I should have included that in my article. I can't believe this is what I do for a living. Um, (laughs) Your parents are proud, aren't they? Mom, look at my my latest article. That's what stuff. I did today, Mom and Dad. Yeah, <laughs> but but, but, uh, but the know, fact I that the, the pe- people will glean from this, however, that this is serious for one minor. It's probably two and a half percent of the population is most directly affected by. It. If I I believe that the gay population is about five percent, the gay the gay LGBTQ organization says it's about ten percent. All right, so at the high end, it's five percent of the population is most directly affected by this and should take precautions. Why aren't we saying that? Well, I did. And that's the thing. It's like, that's our job, Joe. Like, unfortunately, you and I exist in a time where we are the people that have to call the spade the spade. And so, you know, one of the other things that I really tried to reinforce in my article was exactly the sort of point you're making now. But the, like, actual confusion that has led to, like, that it's led to, the number of young men who are probably either scared beyond belief at, like, this entire situation to the point where, you know, they're going to lock themselves inside for a year again, or there are the ones who are like, oh, you know what, the press just blows this stuff up, so, like, we're just going to do whatever we want to do. Like, the actual inaccuracy of the information that they're sharing is dangerous for those that it could harm, and that's what worries me. You know, that's, like... I mean, that's a whole part of the story that no one's actually talking about. It's like, if we actually ignore the facts, people can get hurt. And this isn't the same as COVID because, right. you know, I mean, that was just that was just hysteria, I think, to be honest with you. It just well, well, it was. Point. And now we're seeing hurt. studies that show locking down everybody didn't work. And in fact, huh. it hurt uh, more yeah. than it helped. It's K-Smith. Go to K-Smith.com. Read every article she does. I retweet her all the time. Uh, go to follow her on, on Twitter, K-A-Y-S-M-Y-T-H-E. And follow her anywhere else she uh, on Instagram as well, which you'll always see her animals and, and her and her boyfriend uh, in every picture, pr- pretty much on Instagram. So, 
let's uh, let's switch gears here a little bit. When I say the name Meghan McCain, most people watching and listening because of what I do and how conservative I am will have a visceral reaction. They don't like her because they think she's a rhino. They don't necessarily like her her father. Um, we follow each other on Twitter. I don't know Meghan McCain. I've got a story or two that I'll tell you offline sometime. But we're finding out who Joy Behar really is because Meghan McCain in her tell-all is telling all, right? She is telling all, and I mean, I don't know how anyone can listen to five minutes of Joy Behar. Like, honestly, that woman is the devil incarnate. Like, I don't know a lot about Meghan McCain. You know, yeah, she's a rhino. I can't vote, so that doesn't, like, sway any action that I can, like, actually take. But when I... So, Joe, I, I read this story today... I can't remember what outlet it was on, but I was sort of like, oh, you know, it's kind of a slow day. Let's see what's going on. The way that Joy Behar, and honestly, I think Whoopi Goldberg, who we've talked about her before as well. Like, I just think she's useless. Yes. Um, But the way that those two women treated Meghan McCain, like if this was like 10,000 years ago, they would be like, put out on like spikes on the battlements or something i don't know what instead they're getting millions of dollars they are they are everything that is wrong with the representation of women in this country like there is a special place in hell for joy behar she says to megan mccain after megan mccain's been on maternity leave comes back into work she said nobody missed you nobody even wants you here and she wasn't joking She, she was serious how Megan McCain, I don't know, I'm Welsh. If someone spoke to me like that and actually meant it, it would take a lot inside of me not to either at minimum throw a drink over them. And you know me, Joe, I'm not one for violence, but I would for sure flip a table. Yes. Like, the, there is no place for that kind of behavior. Like, you, you tell children off for treating other children that way. Yes. And Joy Behar is, like you said, given millions of dollars. Like, if you are a woman or you know a woman listening right now, if anyone you know who watches The View, just remind them every single time they click on to watch this show, they are saying yes to the most toxic representation of our gender in probably the history of our species. You and I agree. And again, those who are watching and listening who don't necessarily align with Meghan McCain and some don't like her, uh, they still aren't going to be okay with a with a new mom coming back and, and somebody looking her in the face and saying, we didn't miss you, we don't want you here, nobody likes you. That wouldn't be okay, no matter who the person is, uh, especially on maternity leave. It's not like she went to go you know, protest something or go do something yeah. political. I mean, she was being a mother. So I, I found it to be pretty disgusting. It's Kay Smythe. Go to KaySmythe.com. Check out everything she does over on Twitter and, and Instagram and The Daily Caller and on Newsmax. She's everywhere. Uh, one last quick one. Uh, you and I are both fans of Gordon Ramsay. And Gordon Ramsay is, last time I, I checked, a chef, and chefs cook things, including meat sometimes, and he decided that he would go and, and choose a lamb that would be slaughtered and then would feed some humans, and people freaked the hell out. Fill me in. They really freaked out. Actually, the headline that I pitched for my article on this was, internet freaks out, oh, sorry, people on the internet freak out because chef shows them where their food comes from. <laughs> There's this video, right, that Gordon Ramsay posted on his social media, and I think actually someone in my family sent it to me 
because I had said pretty much exactly the same thing as a child. A lot of people may, listening at home may not know this. Sheep outnumber people in Wales like five or seven to one. And so, I did not know that. What Gordon Ramsay and I have in common is whenever we see a little lamb frolicking through a field, our minds don't go to, oh, look how cute that is. We go, oh, dinner. Right. Um, that's just where, where we go. And so he posts this video on TikTok, which I, I, I know you use TikTok. I, I, I don't. I, I got rid of TikTok. I, I stopped okay, using good, TikTok because they were suspending me all the time for telling the truth and because the CCP has access to my phone. But go ahead. Yeah, and also like everything around your phone and everything that you've done near yes. your phone, including all the stuff you do on your phone. Yeah, right. uh, I hate China. Um, not China and Chinese people. I hate the CCP. Yes. They are the worst. Um, we agree. Almost as bad as Joy Behar. Um, <laughs> but no, so the internet like freaked out, right? Because Gordon Ramsay, he climbs into this pen and he goes, oh, I'm going to eat one of you little lambs for dinner. And there's really like 10 lambs in there and they're pretty big. You know, they looked like big sheep. Like they were on their way to being like adults. So, right. you know, they went like tiny little baby things. Right. Um, and he was like, which one am I going to have? Oh, I'm going to have you. So it was funny, right? Yeah, like, you. Get it? I get it. Renowned chefs in the world deciding what he's going to eat for dinner. Actually, everyone listening at home who believes that like climate change is a thing in the way that you've been indoctrinated to think it's a thing, the way that he's going about eating his food, way more sustainable than you and your sneaky McDonald's that you lie about that you go and have on a Sunday when you <laughs> They're think lying. no one's watching. Yes. <laughs> They're liars. Yes. They are. Yeah, well, well, you're right. And uh, what I like about this, and we got to wrap this up, but what I like about this is Gordon Ramsay doesn't care, does he? He's like, I don't yeah. care. I'm eating some lamb. Shut up. <laughs> right? Literally, it's just like, and what? Right. Like, calm down. Well, but, yeah. but, but, okay, that's the exact right response. When somebody tries to cancel you, you flip your, your nose at them, you, and you keep on walking down the road and enjoy your lamb. Uh, the problem is... Uh, people less than Gordon Ramsay, less than you, less than me, would, would get, I'm so sorry. I'm really sorry. And then when you apologize, you're really canceled because they're like, we won. We beat you. Yeah. So I, I, I love his backbone. I love yours as well. Uh, it's Case Smythe. Go to CaseSmythe.com. Go check out everything she does on the Daily Caller. Check her out on Newsmax TV. And, of course, at least once a week here, if not more. Kay, I appreciate you. Thank you for coming on. Thank you so much, Joe. Have a great rest of your birthday week. You are the best. I don't know the birthday week is a thing, but... But I'm going to try my best, Kay. I appreciate you. We're back after this. Stay right here. Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show. Thanks a lot for stopping by. This is Pop Culture Whip. Quick one, Polo. What you got for me? So, actor John Leguizamo, uh, I don't know if you saw this, he's upset that James Franco's been cast as Fidel Castro in an upcoming movie. Is Franco not Hispanic enough? I, I guess he's saying that he's not Latin at all. That's what... Oh, James Franco wasn't Latin? I thought he was. I thought he was, too. Gotta go. That's Polo. That's Sam. That's Carrie. I'm Joe Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show.